1: Hello and welcome to Clash of the Titles, the podcast that pits two movies with lots in common in a fight to the death to see which one comes out victorious. This week, in the Red Corner, we're off to Mexico with three comedy legends as Chase, Martin and Short team up for some hilarious hijinks under the watchful gaze of director John Landis. That's right, wherever liberty is threatened, you'll find the three amigos. Huh! (laughs) <laughs> While in the blue corner, more comedy giants team up as Stiller, Black and Coogan head to Vietnam for some hilarious hijinks that raised a few eyebrows at the time, so how do they fare in 2023? From 2008, can you hear the Tropic Thunder? Everybody all obsessed with the map Because we're tired of being your trail donkeys, acting like you're some one-man GPS. God damn it! We lost, we fucking super lost, man! Tell them, McCluskey, tell them what time it is. I don't believe you people.
2: What do you mean, you people?
0: What do you mean, you people? Huh? I...
1: Okay, Amigos, this is it. Ned, big smile, Dusty, just smile. relax and have fun with it. are just gonna have fun with it. <clears throat> I'm Lucky Day. I'm Ned Nidlander. I'm Dusty Bottoms. so together we're the, the Three Free Amigos! <laughs> Wherever there is suffering, we'll be there. <laughs> line wherever
2: liberty is threatened youth
1: wherever liberty is threatened you will find the three amigos so it's some um, they think they're in a movie mayhem this week but which film is better let's find out together welcome to clash of the titles
2: release the kraken
1: Hi Clash I'm infamous. I'm infamous. I'm more than famous. I'm also Alex Zane.
2: I'm Vicky Crumpton.
1: I'm El Guapo. <laughs> you are our old guapo, yeah. very much so. Yeah, I love him. Yeah,
2: yeah, me too. I love him
1: too. I love the fact he's into photography. Yeah, what a weird character. Oh, you've just cut
2: to my change. That's so unusual. Oh, it's all right. Anyway, carry Surely on. you does the end <laughs> first. Yeah, I know.
1: Uh, right then, welcome to part one of the three amigos. Sorry, three amigos. I keep calling
0: yeah. it the three amigos. Madness. Does anyone care? Yeah. Wow, Chris. Is. Look at, him. <laughs> Look at the tension. You need to pronounce the upside-down exclamation mark <laughs> yeah. It's actually at the start of the, yes. the
1: title. All right, this is part one of upside-down exclamation mark, Three Amigos <laughs> exclamation mark, versus Tropic Thunder. If you're new to the show, this is how it works. We're going to be doing the Three Amigos. Oh, fucking hell. I'm just going to call it the it's Three fine. Amigos. <laughs> it's, it's fine. No, it's fine. No judgment here. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Are we are okay with me calling it the Three Amigos? Always. Great. So, we'll be doing Three Amigos today and Tropic Thunder on Thursday, at which point we will declare which is the better film So the clue V gave on last week's show was...
2: I have honestly no idea. No, it was all right. It (laughs)
1: was was quite good.
2: Oh, let me try and just see if I can keep talking long enough. Something I about, can't think and talk at the same something time. Something
1: about acting. Isn't it? I'm in a movie, man, or something.
0: <laughs> I don't think so. No, that was a different one. That was a completely <laughs> I different I
2: know. genuinely can't remember. Like, I haven't got a clue. Act
0: for your life? Something like, I don't know. Doesn't matter.
2: Acting the hero!
0: <laughs> acting the hero.
1: <laughs> well done.
0: You got that. Well done. Acting she, the she, hero. That, that was the real quiz.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris? What did you follow um, up with on I Twitter? I
0: said, well, everyone was getting it wrong. So I said, uh, both of these movies feature a dance number. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Tricky. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's been a really
1: positive response on our Twitter for this yeah. pairing. A lot of people thinking this is going to be a very, very close fight. Yes. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to enjoy these two shows. And uh, so, your guesses were acting the part on our Twitter. That would have been a good clue. There as we well. go, yep. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where we are at Clash if you'd like to follow us for loads of exciting behind the scenes pod action. That's an oversell. Uh, also, we're on Instagram and TikTok at Clashboard. And if you're in the business for a little extra Clash, do check out our Clash of the Titles YouTube channel and please hit subscribe while you're there. So, uh, well done to Brett Hirak, Uh, but congratulations to this week's winner with the first correct guess: long-time listener and live show stalwart, the brilliant Gemma Payne. Yay! Hello, Hello Gemma. How are you? Uh, your prize this week, Gemma, is to question whether or not you think messaging me on Instagram to say I remind you of the psychopathic JD from the film Heathers is a compliment or not. Mm. Okay. (laughs) Yep, that's mm. what I got. Thanks, Gemma. I I, I did. That. She ate in fairness.
2: I wasn't saying it, I was being dubious about you calling that
1: out on a <laughs> podcast. Is that all right?
2: It's fine. Are you sure? Yeah. Did of she course. say, oh, P.S. I don't mind if you tell everyone yeah. I
1: did this? <laughs> I think it's fine. Do you? you?
2: Yeah. I don't. Really? That's a little bit. Well, it's fine. Because it's private. Was it private? Sorry, again, social media, Just... I don't know. Was it private or public? It's
1: private. So it's private then, right? <laughs> all right. Gemma, if you didn't like that bit. <laughs> <laughs> Message me on Instagram and let me know. And Privacy. we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> uh, right then, connection section. Actors who think they're in movies,
2: but they're not. Yay. Cultural appropriation. Uh, shouty bosses. Mm, yeah. I've got no time for a girlfriend in both of them.
0: Actors are stupid. The shouty bosses are money-grabbing producers. Uh, real bullets. Fake bullets.
2: Biting a bat.
0: Bats, exactly. Bats <laughs> is a big one.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, bad guys who smoke cigars.
2: Breaking into a compound.
0: Dance numbers. Sewing. Accidentally
1: killing something. Cute kids. That's it. I've, that's Great. I've got. Good Good round, that yeah. one. That was good. For, one, was it, was for once, it was enjoyable. Really, <laughs> and really quite simple and quick. Pacey. Pacey. Yeah. Oh, now you've slowed it down. Yeah, obviously. Right then, on Thursday, I'm off to the steaming jungles of Vietnam, which means today Chris hasn't deserted us. As he's here to talk, three amigos, Chris, takers on a journey, desert to desert. Oh, sorry,
2: fine, yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean that look. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we were both confused, if I'm honest. After after the stuff with that Queen quote last week, we don't trust you anymore. Hey, it's honestly, I'm really struggling. I don't know what's gone on. You've
2: become undone by it. I think, I,
0: literally, I think I'm starting
1: to do dad jokes now.
2: <laughs> starting, <Yeah>. hilarious. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> sorry, couldn't resist,
0: Chris. Please take us on a journey. The three amigos are movie stars who become embroiled in a war between Mexican villagers and a tyrant called El Guapo. Lucky, Ned and Dusty initially bottle the battle, then find some backbone and ride through the desert in search of their nemesis. On that journey, they eat some bad bat and disaster strikes. As all three of the amigos are poisoned, experiencing visions of singing bushes and invisible swordsmen as death approaches. As they draw their collective last breaths, The friends see themselves winning that war with needle and thread, and thus their tragic story ends.
2: That's
0: lovely. For your podcasting pleasure, the three amigos. Three amigos. Three amigos. uh, Upside down exclamation mark. Three amigos. (laughs) Exclamation mark. Great. So, when did you first see this movie, kids?
2: Oh, when I was at primary school. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Yeah, so it's the same for everyone Everybody at school loved this and mm. did the little dance thing. That what well not? What is it? How would you call that? Yeah, a visual motif. A huh. salute. Yes, yeah.
1: thank you. No worries. You're Everybody welcome. Everybody did
2: it. We thought it was naughty because it's got a hip thrust. It was just the talk of the playground. Mm.
1: We were told to make up a new greeting in drama class once. Um, <laughs> me and my friend James Jolly just copied the three Amigos. Yes. Salute,
0: and got kicked out for <laughs> being rude in school.
2: People can't Aww. bear it, can they? Yeah. So
0: you didn't get kicked out for plagiarism. <laughs> it was for, for cock action. There's a,
2: there's a wider yeah. lesson there, isn't there? Is there? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Great.
1: Great. Full circle. We're doing really well today. Really well. Just like tying off those loose ends. I
2: know. Uh when did you
0: see it? <laughs> is everyone okay?
2: No, I'm not. I'm I prefer, fine. I, I
0: don't know, know what's I don't wrong know, with you I, Do
2: you know what? I haven't eaten anything It's about 10 minutes ago. Then I had to eat a sandwich on the tube, standing up. Everyone's staring at me. It's a fish sandwich. I felt really self-conscious. Uh, now I feel really self-conscious again. And I, it's
0: just. I had, I had to eat a fish sandwich on the tube today and yeah. I felt really bad. If
2: I'd have seen you, we would have been all right. We'd have been like, this is horrible. I
0: didn't <laughs> want to do it, but I had no choice. I
2: had no choice. Yeah. It was that or sit on the floor outside the tube. And I said, never again. So,
0: <laughs> right, fine, carry on. This is going to be a long episode. I know, Alex, when
2: did be. you first
1: see Three Amigos? I bloody love this movie <laughs> as a kid. I will say, watching it this time, I was a bit perplexed as to why I loved oh, it I mean, quite it so exactly much. exactly the same. Yeah, me too. But... I went into
2: this with full love and I was like, Oh, is it not funny? Maybe
1: we've grown up. I'm mean, i really worried about watching Spies Like Us again because that was my other. This, Three Amigos and Spies Like Us, two big movies for me, watched multiple times. Spies Like Us, I used to quote. There's a brilliant line in it and I used to say it all the time. It makes no sense out of context. When someone says something, you go, why don't you say it a bit louder? Maybe we could open the window. You could shout it towards Moscow.
0: (laughs) Out of context, makes no sense. Great line. Still very funny though. Very funny. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I loved Steve Martin and Chevy Chase growing up all my favourite comedy films starred those two as I said on the Beverly Hills Cop episode Mm. these were my guys so yeah super excited about this one particularly as I understood most of the jokes in this one unlike some of their other films I watched as a kid um but yeah, first time watching Martin Short, which was exciting. I think it's his first film as well. It and it's is like, oh, who is this? Who's this funny chap?
1: Sure. Yeah. yeah. Did you see all that press recently about some about awful, him being annoying? About some awful article that someone had written. Basically, I read that going, article. Yeah. Was it was it as bad as it? I just read the. Reports on the article, which made it sound re- like a real hatchet job.
2: Are we talking about the same thing? with the, the whole article is like, why is he so annoying, and can he yeah, stop being annoying? People? Yeah, well, why he's he's
0: saying under- he wasn't funny? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what it was. Yeah,
2: I read it. I mean, it, I was like, oh, I love him, and then I was like, do I love him? Because I'm very easily swayed. And then it comes around. He's like, oh, he's here for a reason. You know, blah blah blah. Like it sort of honoured, justified his his whole thing that he does. Mm. I thought it was all right.
1: Lots of I'm people not came Short, out you know? in support of him. I, I've it was liked... good. I
0: spent a whole weekend watching Martin Short videos on Twitter because everyone was posting them. Yeah. It, was, it was lovely. Yeah. Uh, the bloke was saying, yeah, he's... bloke was saying, I don't find him funny, therefore he's not funny, but he seems like a really nice bloke. Yes. It's like, uh, bugger off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... That's my story with Three Amigos. Should we talk about the film? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm taking a lot of what I'm going to say here from Nick De uh, uh, 2011 reunion of the Three Amigos that he did in Empire magazine, Uh, where, fun fact, they got their outfits because they did a photo shoot with the actors in 2011. They got their outfits from Martin Short's cousin who uh, makes a living as a Three Amigos impersonator.
2: (laughs) That is a fun (laughs) fact. Madness. (laughs) All three of them at the same time? No, he's just. I think he's (laughs) He's one of them. Just Martin Short. Well,
0: hopefully, it could be. It could be Chevy Chase. Yeah, (laughs) unlikely. Mm. Height differential. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Right. So, uh, a bit of background. Steve Martin um, came up with the idea in the 1970s. um, He said, "I had the idea of three actors going to perform a show and it becoming real. I hired two writers to turn it into a screenplay, and that didn't work out." And then this is very, this is very Hollywood. I was in St. Bart's visiting Lorne Michaels of Saturday Night Live fame. Um, and he said, I think we should throw away this and write a new one together. And I said, OK. So the pair of them wrote it with Randy Newman. Mm. Quite a S- weird combination. So, weird. I know. so strange. So you've got two guys who haven't written a screenplay before. I don't even know Steve Martin. I'm sure he had. Uh, but I guess Lorne Michaels is the king of comedy. Yeah. Um, then and now. Uh, but yeah, Randy Newman. Um, he wrote the songs as well. Yeah. Um, sings a song. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna write. A, can we write a a scene where a, there's a song in it? No,
1: Randy. We don't need one. Well, I'm kind of writing <laughs> I'm it. I'm here so, now. So. Yeah. Uh, do you want to put a joke in it? No. <laughs> <laughs> just just a song. Well, it's, it's a comedy though, Randy.
0: Yeah, but I really like this song. It's a really nice song, mm. and they, the jokes are visual. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well what about a button on it?
1: Just just one gag, Randy. All right, a tortoise says goodnight, Ned. Fuck it, yeah,
0: stick it in. It works. <laughs> it's yep. fine. It doesn't. It's a really sweet scene. Mm. Um, so in terms of cast, uh, the likes of Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi, Bill Murray, Robin Williams, Rick Moranis and John Candy were all attached. This is the usual suspects, isn't it, basically? Yep. Whenever we talk about a comedy film from the early to mid-80s, these are the people uh, that were asked. I think it sounds like Rick Moranis is the one who came closest to, to playing the Martin Short role, mm. which would have worked. Yeah, fine. I can see that funny bloke, sure. but um, but then we might not have got Martin Short, um, and Steven Spielberg was going to direct it at one point. <laughs> That's madness. It's yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not coming you... off the back of 1941. Yeah. We all we really need to rewatch
1: 1941. Was it you who was saying it's come back around and people are now looking at it with a, a certain amount of appreciation? yeah, but not necessarily people I trust. Right. Okay. And, oh, last time
0: I saw it, it
1: was not good. Yeah. I mean, I've. Said but we it could before. pair it. <laughs> same same story. I mean, it's just. He just done Jaws, mm. and for his next film, the scariest opening of Jaws—the bit with Chrissy in the water—yeah, mm-hmm. he decides to parody that for his next movie. It's like undoing his
0: terrifying Legacy. opening to Jaws. <laughs> just a really weird decision. I was gonna pitch pairing 1941 with Schindler's List—the worst
2: and the best. With <laughs>
0: Spielberg's two two World War II movies by Spielberg. Yeah, and Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, but I think I think the contrast is better with Schindler. Sure. Yeah. Let's save that one for Christmas. This is like a
2: private conversation, but please carry on. It's
0: a joke, Vicky. We'll save it for Christmas. Um, John Landis got the gig, uh, though he wasn't around to edit the film. He was on trial for deaths on the set of uh, the Twilight Zone movies. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Which did come up during the shoot. Uh, In this interview with Chevy Chase, he said, "Uh, there was a time when the three of us were on a cliffside 50 uh, feet straight down and there was nobody behind us with ropes tied to our belts or anything. Uh, just kidding around. I made some hideous comment about John not taking precautions. Unfortunately, we were wearing mics and John could hear us talking. Boy was he mad. We almost came to blows. But otherwise, it was the most fun I've ever had.
2: <laughs> and I'm great. <laughs> a nasty stuff.
0: A nasty business.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 That whole Twilight Zone. Have you done the reading around that? It's. I know.
2: I know just... what you've told me, but it's so upsetting mm. for everybody. Obviously.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll save that for the Twilight Zone episode. Great. Let's keep this one light. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the movie. I've got more quotes, but we'll do them as we go through, if that's all right with you guys. Mm. It is. So we begin with one for each other and all for one. The three brave amigos are we. It's lovely. Do you like the way they look?
2: I love, love, love the way they look. Yeah. Yeah. Very. I look. I, oh, this is the only time I've noticed that all their costumes are different. Because mm. when I was little, I was like, oh, it's just the beautiful like Mother of Pearl inlay, if you will. But obviously so much effort has gone into it. It's not identifiable enough you go, oh, that's the one with the skull, that's the one with the cross, whatever. Mm. But they are, I just think they're lovely. Mm. It's mm. cultural appropriation, sure, but it does look nice.
1: Iconic, I'd go as far to say. Yes. Iconic costumes.
2: What is the point? I've always wondered. You know the red sashes, a cummerbund? Cummerbund? Cummerbund. Mm-hmm. Cum- a what?
1: A cummerbund.
2: Is it? I don't know. I'm pretty
1: sure that's What's it. What's the point of them? Why, why do I always doubt myself when you go but is it? Oh, but I'm like, I didn't ask
2: openly. It? I wasn't being like, "But is it though?" I was like, <laughs> "Is it?" I'm asking. <laughs> I think it's yeah. It's, I'm gonna I'm gonna double down. Whichever. That's it's not my It's qu- a qu- cummerbund. Qu-
0: that's not my question. Right.
2: What are they for?
0: Uh, certainly, when you get to a certain age, they're to help keep your belly in. Oh, is that what it is? But How I don't it? I don't know yeah. generally. Yeah. I, I Why
2: think not just have a shirt and trousers?
1: I think it's just that it's, it's probably some sort of tradition from
0: years back. Okay. And they've just carried on. Sure. Uh, We got a score by Elmer Bernstein, the legend Elmer Bernstein. As Landis said, uh, we got him to do a parody of his own music for The Magnificent Seven. (laughs) Uh, Nice work if you can get it. Uh, We cut to Mexico 1916 and Carmen enters a cantina looking for men to save her village from El Guapo. Yes. Uh, Did you recognise this actress from a film we've done previously? Patrice Martinez? Yep. No. (laughs) She is uh, the green receptionist in Beetlejuice. Oh! Iconic. Doesn't (laughs) say much, doesn't do much, but you immediately can see her. Um, She gets laughed out of the place, uh, but she's drawn to some moving pictures in a church where uh, they see the film of the three amigos in action. Love. This old movie. Yeah, Yeah. it's great. Landis said, we shot the silent movie sequence on the oldest exterior set at Universal Studios built for a Tom Mix film. Uh, The tourist trams go through it every 10 minutes and the boys would shoot their six guns and dance for them. (laughs) Imagine that. You'd be like, it's Chevy Chase. Steve (laughs) Martin. Who's the other one? I'll be fair, that's only in England because the the reason it was exciting for us seeing Martin Short is because we didn't know who he was. He'd done SCTV in Canada and he'd done a season of Saturday Night Live in Mm. America. So... Americans knew he was, but I guess this was introducing him to a whole new audience. He is Ned Nerderlander, uh, Steve Martin's Lucky Day, and Chevy Chase is Dusty Bottoms. Uh, We see them save the day, refusing to take payment, and then they do the iconic salute. Um... And because the Mexicans in this movie are more stupid than life itself, uh, they, are watching the, they think they're watching real life real footage, rather than yeah. a movie. No, mm-hmm. but
2: then I thought not all of them do. Do they just Carmen? I was like, is she an idiot? But everyone else is like, this is a movie. I don't know.
0: I don't know. No. But any Mexican that speaks in this film is not terribly bright. They don't come off very well. No. 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 Um, so Carmen writes them a letter and offers them $100,000 she doesn't have so as not to insult them. is <laughs> uh, they're going to give it back. Yeah. So uh, they can't pay for the 23 peso version of the letter. So they get the 10 peso version and it says, uh, and murderous and even El Guapo becomes infamous El Guapo, which is how they contrive the misunderstanding of the three amigos coming to the village. I think that's very funny. It's a great gag. Yeah. Not seen it before. Love yeah. it. Works. Uh, so we're in Hollywood and the three amigos are in a mansion with executives um, who are upset because uh, they've had a flop as they strayed from the formula. Um, there's a lot of talent in this room. Mm. Not many jokes.
2: <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> I quite
0: like... Uh, isn't that a light chicken gravy from Chevy Chase? But you've got Phil Hartman, who's given nothing to do. John Lovitz. John Lovett is given nothing to do, yeah. really. And and Joe Mantegna are shouting at them. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucky starts making demands for the studio head. No dough, no show. Yeah. Um, and he kicks them out of the mansion, um, takes the clothes off their butt, kicks them off the lot, and the three amigos are history. But something always turns up and it does a telegram. Uh, Alex, I'm sensing you like the infamous joke. Love the infamous joke. (laughs) Love it. My most quoted line from this movie
1: as a child I'm infamous. I'm infamous. I'm more Mm. than famous.
0: I find it hard to hear or write the word or read the word without thinking of this. (laughs) Exactly. Which means it's done its job. Um, So, yeah, they're going to go to Mexico. So they suit up and head. Uh, across the border, but you've missed out possibly
1: my favourite scene as a child, which is Steve Martin standing on that wall making bird noises. <laughs> I honestly, I thought it was just incredible. Oh a
0: oh, wibber-woo!
1: hey, <laughs> hey you.
0: Do, do you still find it funny? Yeah, I okay, do, yeah. good, 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 good. Can, might, it not? goes
2: on a bit longer. That's maybe? why it's funny. It stops being funny, then it gets funny
0: again. Okay, all right, Stuart it. Hey, bye. you guys. <laughs> Stuart Lee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I watched Snowflake on your recommendation. Uh, Good. Good. Yeah, it's good. Uh, So uh, they're in Mexico and a German fighter pilot enters a cantina looking for El Guapo. Uh, The bartender is played by an actor called Fred Asparagus, (laughs) uh, which isn't his real name. Really? Yeah, I checked. It's a shame. Uh, The German shoots dead the guy who was harassing Carmen and a bunch of others. uh, Says he's got friends coming who aren't as kind as him and deserve more courtesy. Leaves as the three amigos arrive, and they're all terrified of the three amigos. Another contrived misunderstanding (laughs) in the space of five minutes. (laughs) It's clever, though. It's clever because
1: it's because of his gun. That's why they think he says the friends thing, but he's also got the same gun as them, which then comes back at the end because he's a huge Ned Nedlander he's fan. Huge Ned fan. It's oh, good. you're
2: that's I that is clever. Didn't see that. That
0: yeah. is clever. Uh, I very much enjoy Steve Martin saying, "We're not Mexicans, we're from out of town." <laughs> <laughs> uh, they drink some tequila, Alex, as our tequila expert. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy
1: this. Uh, I I did. I enjoyed uh, uh, Gemma Page's other half, Reese Page, sending a little gif of the three amigos with tequila saying it reminds me of the first live show Aww. where alex was handing out tequila's like sweets <laughs> i don't
0: remember that. i remember being bought a lot of tequilas i don't think i was maybe would see. you just
2: passed them on <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah well this you know obviously we we did have a night out last week yeah, uh, did we not and, and our downfall <laughs> it's always alex Buying lots of tequilas when I'm not asking for them. I don't need them. But when they're in front of me.
2: I know. I remember asking for one,
0: if I'm honest. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you asked for one.
1: Also, because I I know what happens. I just need people who run karaoke venues to take (laughs) the phones off people as they enter and return them at the end. Because I swear, I swear in that room, I was like. I am Angus Young <laughs> from ac <AC/DC. laughs> if, if he ever retires, I should definitely oh approach God. them because I'm that good. You
2: are. You are very good. I've seen
1: the videos. I
2: haven't, and that's why I can say. And I never want to see them. You're going
1: to see one. I don't
2: want to. You're
1: going to see one. What does that yeah. mean? Titanium. Titanium's
0: going to have to be posted on. I our do Twitter. not. Yep.
2: Don't. That's not even funny. Unless, <laughs> is it really good? Like,
0: but it's going to. <laughs> it, is, it, is it freakishly good? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, we thought we thought Sia had walked in the room and you'd left.
2: Both visually and audio, yes.
0: Yeah, because you had all hair over your face. <laughs> That's correct. <Yeah. laughs> I probably did. And just wet hair stuck across <laughs> your forehead. I'm Sia! Sweating. <laughs> so uh, the three amigos claim uh, mm-hmm. the tequila's watered down after they struggle with it. <laughs> our, our tequila last week definitely wasn't watered down based on how we all felt the next day. Uh, it's genuinely... Uh, one of the worst hangovers I've
1: had this year and we deserved it oh yeah <laughs> well, well earned yeah totally totally and I'm um, pleased that we put up the video of you doing the Megan dance on Twitter
2: yeah I haven't seen it since that night obviously no, no it night. Not,
1: it, it's not great
2: <laughs> weird that
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you, you do this and then you do this
2: and, and, like uh, a, and that's it a 10 it. year old doll or whatever <laughs> 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 a professional dancer and then you do and that's it I mean that's basically and
1: basically I don't know did what all it. The fuss is about
0: yeah. uh, Speaking of dance numbers We've now got My Little Buttercup
1: Oh I love those <laughs> Yeah Yeah weird that they miss a, a, a joke here Which is that at the very end of the performance The audience because they're supposed to be in fear yes. Of the three amigos should spontaneously applaud like, And they, they don't
2: Did they not? No they
1: just stand there looking Oh because they're too scared Scared to, yeah. But
0: the better joke is everyone applauds
2: Yeah
0: Okay a better joke better than Steve Martin. <laughs> You're welcome, Lorne. <laughs> uh, we get a joke about a male plane. Didn't you notice it's little balls? Oh, I hate that. I only bring this up because this made my seven-year-old brother hysterical. <laughs> he thought that was the funniest joke he'd ever heard. I often wonder
1: <laughs> when they do this joke, it was like written as an actual gag and they've decided in the moment this joke is so bad, yeah. we're going to then have to play it as a bad joke. We're
2: undermine it, yeah. yeah.
0: I wonder uh, a lot watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the real German baddies show up, kill everyone, and then we're in Santa Poco, uh, where they just get it wrong. Uh, Dusty signs a welcome message, gets asked, gets asked by a kid for his watch when he's dead, uh, it they, comes uh, back nicely. They cleverly set up two extra women for Ned and Dusty. Yep, nice. Mm, useful. Uh, they eat some tacos, ask for anything besides Mexican food. Should have asked for chips and queso, Alex. Oh, oh yeah. It's coming soon. Can't it's coming wait. soon. Can't wait. Um, they sleep in the same bed, Laurel and Hardy style, <laughs> and they're going to put on a big show when El Guapo shows up, acting like he owns the place. It's really beautifully set up. Yeah. Um, Ned mentions that he's going to start a foundation to help homeless kids when he gets the money. He's the decent one. Again, they're setting important stuff up for later in the film. It's well put together. Yeah. Mm. Um, the baddies shoot the place up. Uh, three amigos introduce themselves, do the salute, do the dance, jump on horses, do the speech, fire guns in the air and circle them while laughing. And yeah, they, we have got to contrive some stuff. Rather than kill them, the villains <laughs> decide to ride to El Guapo to tell him what they've seen. Yes. Uh, and there's a celebratory festival with fireworks and dancing to celebrate the fact that they've defeated El Guapo. Uh, you've got Dusty playing Spanish guitar and singing. You've got Lucky doing rope tricks. You've got Ned telling stories about Lillian Gish's sister. Oh,
2: my God. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's good. Is it? With the button on it, he's like, and that's a true story. Oh, my God. He's so good. It's all my, Let me just check my notes. Yeah, I think it might be the best. It's Honestly, it's, I just thought it was hilarious.
1: Yeah, it's almost as funny as, well, we could take a walk and you can kiss me on the veranda. <laughs> lips will
0: be fine. It's
2: because it's a V that's why it's (laughs) naughty
0: (laughs) I'm going to take a break but when we come back we're going to meet El Guapo One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare that's why United Healthcare offers flexible budget friendly coverage for medical vision, dental and more learn more at uh1.com And we're back, and we finally meet our villain, uh, who's a photographer. Mm. As you said, it's it's quite the surprise. Yeah, I I, I like... think everything about El Guapo is surprising. Though his relationship with uh, Jefe is yep. quite surprising. His day job, like he's a bit depressed, but what's he up to? What's he want? I like El Guapo. Me too. He's multi layered. Mm. Uh, equally, he might be a friendly photographer, but he is planning to slit the three amigos, <laughs> open their stomachs, grab their intestines, and squeeze the shit out of them.
1: That lovely.
0: Too much. <laughs> Too much. Uh, so he sends. He, he heads to Santa Poco uh, with scores of men uh, at just the time when the ami- the amigos are waking up like we did last Wednesday morning
2: in our own beds. Please, so.
1: honestly, it's I, it's. I can still feel it. It's such. It's, such it's a like, recent a f- memory. Flashing back. It's like trauma. I can't. Don't. Well, that's nice. <laughs> have, have, happy birthday. <laughs> I'm experiencing trauma because of your birthday. It's just, it was just too much. Honestly, I don't understand what happens when the three of us go out. I it's don't. like the fucking hangover. I know. It's like, what what's wrong
0: with you guys? I know.
2: I'm, I feel exactly the same. I don't, I can't, and I also can't control it. <laughs> and that's terrifying. I
0: blame the orange wine.
2: Oh, I thought you might. Yeah, okay. oh, what baby? That, was,
0: was, the, it, honestly, that he, was the problem. He aged twenty years in front it of me. It was
1: unbelievable. What's orange wine? What's this? I don't like it. Why didn't we just get white wine? The I, reason they make wine from grapes, <laughs> orange wine. I still
0: drank it.
2: You did.
1: You did. Well, Couldn't you admit it? Well it was quite
2: nice. The orange wine. No, because I would have
1: said it's it at the time. time. <laughs> what a small plate. Why, where was my why main? is a small plate so small? I just want fish
0: and Julie, chips. Like,
2: what if there's four <laughs> prawns? What will
1: we do? <laughs>
0: three sardines, Vicky. What three sardines we... showed up.
1: There were three of us. A sardine each. <laughs> it <sardine> was £17. <laughs> That's why we were so wrecked. Like, what have you
2: eaten? A prawn?
1: <laughs> that is so true.
2: Yes. We yeah. Didn't
1: eat enough. Yeah. <laughs> and then Chris was the only one who ordered potatoes and we all it's potatoes. <laughs> he wasn't happy. <laughs> it was £6
0: a sardine. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, so they shoot Lucky in the arm he sees blood and he checks real bullets Alex (laughs) oh my god his his, the way he says
1: it's real it's really (laughs) good it's real this is real real. did you see the Matt Damon clip uh, about his dad yeah it's beautiful I did watch it it's beautiful I can't remember who put it on our Twitter uh, but thank you for putting it up there's a little clip of Matt Damon um, he's asked in an interview if there were any movies and lines from his childhood that really resonated with him and he says uh, this line where Steve Martin goes It's real. It's real. (laughs) And apparently, when his dad was dying of cancer, he brought him and his brother uh, to him. And his dad went, It's real. Oh, wow. It's real. And Matt Damon says,
0: like, finding humor in that darkness, like, him and his brother were crying and laughing Mm. simultaneously. That's lovely. Uh, the, the crying here is very funny as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, just see what cowards these men are. <laughs> and they ask for permission to go home. <laughs> <laughs> and so El Guapo sends them away uh, and then gives the town to Hefe, who is his second in command, uh, played by Tony Planner. Who, do you recognise him from the telly?
2: I think so. He's in, a, he's in
0: a show you might have watched. Was he Ronnie Barker?
2: Is he Ronnie Barker? Yeah. No,
0: <laughs> he's not. Ugly Betty's dad.
2: Oh, I did watch the first series.
0: Yeah, he's good. He's great. And he's fantastic here. He is very good here. Um, But
1: can I just say, this was the point in the movie where I started to wonder, again, like I said at the start, why I loved it so much as a kid. But it was around here I was like, I'm beginning to think they were so in love with the conceit of this movie that they were like, this is is funny enough. Mm. Three actors think they're in a movie but they're in real life that they haven't put quite enough jokes in. Yeah. This is where I started mm. to feel the gag count was lowering slightly after a
0: very good setup. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean... You, you know, you often say we can't do animated films because they're for babies. No, um, I just said
1: I don't know what we talk about with an animated film. You do film. say
2: they're for babies,
1: though. You
0: and, say it and, exactly
2: and, like that. And, like, if they're for babies, I, they're babies films! This is
1: absolutely not true. It's completely I've, true. I've never said they're for babies.
2: I'll find a clip if you and, find it. Find a
1: clip. Will. And will. This, this is a film... Find, actually... Charlie, Charlie's producing today. If you can find a clip on an old episode, because, I mean, it, I don't know. Because he how, hasn't got enough to do. I don't,
0: don't know how busy <laughs> Charlie, are.
1: I'll do it. <laughs> he listens to every episode. <laughs> it, won't, it won't be, we don't do movies for babies, because they're for babies. But, oh, there you go, Charlie, use that. Um, <laughs> uh, but this is... Oh, the, no, you said
2: it about Enchanted. That was it which is yeah. not animation but starts as animation you animate. said this is a
1: baby's film it's, for babies it's a children's movie it's got no teeth no you said
0: babies <laughs> <laughs> you used the word babies and
1: then right. I said to you what pre-verbal you, yeah, yeah literally babies yeah there's bright colours on screen a <laughs> lots of my... dynamic stuff pointless
0: movement to keep <laughs> them occupied my point was this is a film for babies <laughs> and, and and this is why we loved it when we were children and could watch babies, it over and over again babies not children when we were babies we <laughs> loved it's it a, but it's a, it's a one joke movie um, <laughs> um uh, it's got actually. There's a second one. There's another joke. There's two jokes. So Ned yes. states, "There's nothing left for them in Hollywood." He points out everything wrong with their lives, and I'm guessing they might have just finished reading a screenwriting book that week if they did <laughs> exist back then, uh, because he literally draws a line in the sand <laughs> for them to cross that threshold, and uh, both the boys uh, cross the line and decide to find El Guapo, um, and they head into the desert where we find them cooking that bat over the fire that ultimately kills them. Uh, they sing the song that Alex acknowledged uh, earlier, Blue Shadows on the Trail. Mm. Uh, you know, there are visual gags there. The, the, the horse joins in, animals are singing. I
2: think I thought that was very funny when I was
0: six. I w- genuinely
1: was looking forward to this scene yeah. before I got to it. Then I was like, oh, something. What, Something's I, can't got to remember. I can't remember what the joke is at the end. I'm like, yeah, that's why. <laughs> there is one. There is
0: some one. Good night, Ned. That's mm. it. Fine. Sure. Well done, Randy. <laughs> um, uh, it's the next day and you've got a, a very, very classic rule of three uh, because two of the lads uh, don't have water. One of them's got no water in his tankard. The other's got sand in his. <laughs> and guess what? Dusty has too much water. Uh, he's, got, he's, he's pouring it down his throat. Then he's gargling. Then he tips the rest out. Mm. Um, he uses some lip balm and offers them some. Yeah. Um, in that interview, Chevy Chase said, I should have given some to my horse, which would have been funny. Yeah. <laughs> that would have, that been would have been funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, this is like 30 years later, he's looking back, he's always thinking, um, <laughs> we're always, always working. <laughs> uh, They find the singing bush and they keep asking the singing bush if it's the singing bush. Then
2: I was like, oh, this is why I loved it. I loved the beginning. Middle, I was like, oh, I've made a mistake. Like, seven, six-year-old me is an idiot. And then the minute that bush started singing, I was like, this is exactly why I like this
1: film. It literally just goes from this one movie into like, Have you have you seen uh, Monty Python?
0: Do you want to? What they do is just weird stuff. Do you want to do do something less funny than the Monty Python (laughs) films, but kind of some? No, but it's also like sketch work as well, isn't it? You've got SNL people, and they're like a series of weird sketches that aren't really connected to the rest of the movie. Mm. Um, Steve Martin was asked if there was anything biblical in the Singing Bush. He said, no, I just like the idea of shrubbery that won't shut up. <laughs> so
1: it was around here shortly after this bit that Sam Kinison was meant to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know the great Sam Kinison uh, was playing a, what a cannibalistic mountain man who tries to kill them, yep. hunts them and kills them. And Ned and Lucky tell Dusty to shoot him. And Dusty says, I don't even know him. <laughs> and then eventually they can't be killed. They try and kill him over and over again. And in the end, they manage to kill him. And as he's dying on the ground, he takes pictures of his children from his wallet saying, how could you do this to me? That's the button on that. Okay. Apparently, uh, Sam Kinison's brother, Bill Kinison, said in an interview uh, much later, years later, that the reason he believes Sam Kinison was cut from the movie was because, um, or the reason Sam Kinison thought he was cut from the movie was because Chevy Chase hated him. Right. And so Chevy Chase had his scenes taken out. Okay. And now they're lost. It's so a waste of everyone's them. time. What, you mean my story? No,
2: sorry. I mean, if you already hate him, don't let him come to set. Just that like, oh, I hate that guy. I'm just going to cut it anyway. So get your day back,
1: yeah. I think. Sure. Have you ever watched any of Sam Kinison's stand-up? No. Some of it hasn't dated very well,
0: but he is a very funny human. Hmm. Okay. We talked about him on Back to School episode. That's right. Which he's in. Yeah, it's pretty hardcore. Mm. But It's funny. It is. Um, they've got to say some magic words now to summon the Invisible Swordsman. Uh, Steve Martin's words were uh, the name of his dog, Farley, 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 Farley. <laughs> uh, but I'm pretty sure he says Haffara at the end, which would be an homage to the man with two brains, because he's Doctor Hoffara in that. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Dusty fires sideways rather than up and shoots the invisible swordsman dead. Fine. Uh, they then decide to follow a plane just because. <laughs> You know, they've got to get them to El Guapo and they reach El Guapo's compound. I was reading an article about AI and how a
1: lot of writers are using AI now to do the mundane nuts and bolts stuff of scripts. Like, because you're like, I've got a character here and I need to get them to here. And I'm just going to ask AI what the best way to do that. What are your thoughts on that?
2: Oh, my God. This is a huge topic of conversation. Mm. I think, well, it's like you've said, Chris, either here or in the pub, like, You've got to... You, you, we can't get left behind. These things are going to happen. So it's mm. about being smart in the way that you, you use it. Mm. I don't believe, because I'm an old lady, that AI can comprehensively regenerate human emotion on a level that would connect with you as deeply as the deepest human emotions do when a skilled storyteller is doing it. Yep. Because it's a computer, it doesn't have emotion... That's probably, like, blindingly naive. But, but in it, order to do a scene transition yeah. with AI, I think, I don't know, it's a bit fucking lazy. I, like, just do
1: it yourself. So I ummed and about it because I was like, but the process, the process of trying to problem solve something like that is firing off neurons in your head and should eventually make you a better writer. Because sure, you're, it's you're, like having
2: an assistant then, really, rather than making it do it for you. But
1: the other side of the coin is like, would that time that you're spending on quite a nuts and bolts thing actually be better spent on a more creative more interesting part of the script and at that point you know are you wasting time? Yeah, but doing I'm hardline like
2: that? I'm like every single word matters you are and hardline. so I am hardline about that stuff you know I am. Yeah I
1: hate writing with you.
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't justify it get rid of it. You know what? I'm like get rid get rid and so you have to feel ownership over it. I mean this is me. But you want to feel ownership over everything. I wouldn't want to write something. Well, that was just a by the numbers scene transition. I want to believe everything's brilliant.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, we had a uh, we had a a, a a to and fro on one word for a, a while. I went. I think it should say the actual C, and you went. No, it should just say the C. This is Because I think in the future people aren't going to say the actual C is a joke anymore. So you're dating our script.
2: Is that true? Yeah. Is that true? That's absolutely true, yeah. I don't remember any of that. Yeah,
1: as I do. You're
2: right, though.
0: <laughs> well, you're right. Chat about your scripts afterwards. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so we're at the compound. I'm sorry, Dad. Uh, and Al Guapo is... Do you want a sardine? Uh, yeah, here's seven pounds. <laughs> still angry (laughs) not even joking
1: I know you know what it was a very nice meal and I had a very nice time and also it was Vicky's birthday and she asked to go there so (laughs) happy birthday you you forced
0: it upon her do you know what
1: I remember the following day after waking up going I don't think Chris enjoyed that meal I was like I remember the week before going Shall we go here? And you say... I love fish. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> I love big bits of fish, is what I should have said. With
1: chips. I love a big, a
0: in big batter. Dover sole. A big, fat Dover you sole. You keep
2: banging on about sole. Off the you?
0: bone. We
2: ordered some sole. We did. Oh, because it, it had bones in it. Was that what nah, it? it was?
0: all right. <laughs> it was quite small though, wasn't it? <laughs> everything, everything, was, was, everything was quite small. <laughs> it, was, it, was <laughs> it was a bit of a sole. <laughs> it, was small. it was a quarter of a sole. <laughs> small plates. That was 30 quid, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice meal, though. <laughs> it
2: was lovely. It's not nice. expensive. Say it. You
0: can say it. But it's a fancy restaurant.
2: Yeah. Yep. Oh, dear. Yep.
0: <laughs> you were like, it's nearly as much as your steak
1: dinner
2: cost.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I couldn't believe that. I was like, well, we had a lot more food on Christmas Day. <laughs> big, big plates as well. We were
2: stuffed. I <laughs> we, were we were so so full. To send some bags. <laughs> we were so Can full. we get this to take away, yeah. please?
0: Right, we're in the compound uh, of El Guapo and he's buying guns from the Germans and there's also a plethora of piñatas there. Mm-hmm. Uh so
1: <laughs> <A> plethora. <laughs> I love the I love the plethora of joke. Do you? Wait, I, don't God, even, I don't. It's not even a joke. No. I, I like the bit where he Just because someone repeats something F. doesn't make goes, it a joke. Could it be that once again you are upset about something else and you're taking it out on me? I like that joke. I
2: like that
0: too. I like the stuff about yeah exactly about El, the, the relationship between the two of them and the fact that Lefe is sort of more emotionally mature than El Guapo and he's just there to help. Them. I quite like it. Yeah. I think they should kiss at the end. I do not like the sexual analogy.
1: It's a bit creepy where Old Guapo says you cannot force open the petals. Whoa, of the yeah, that
2: made me feel uncomfortable. Mm, yep. I get it, but eesh.
0: yeah, I think it's the use of the word "force" as well, and, and what petals. the petals represent. Yeah. yeah, being that this is a film made for babies as well, that's a, that's a little bit grown up, isn't it? <laughs> it's, just, it's too, it's too adult for the babies to watch this. Um, so they need to get into the compound. This is the point I'm feeling like we should be using stuff from their movies. Yeah. Uh, that, like they that. do
2: swing in. Yeah. And they swang They to did get swing. Their no, you're costumes. right. You're right. Swang. swang. <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ. I'm putting actual back in the script based
1: on that. <laughs> swang. swang. They swang <laughs> in earlier.
2: Is that not right? No, that's
1: not
0: right. Have I got that? Like, you know that.
2: I wouldn't write it, but you can say
0: it. <laughs> you can't. Okay. But I I like the fact that the the piñatas you see are getting bigger. I'd quite like them to do a Trojan (laughs) piñata. Say they've made a Trojan horse movie that we see at the start and then they jump out of a big piñata. That's a brilliant idea. Like the Trojan rabbit in Holy Grail, if we're going surreal. Sure. (laughs) Exactly. Mm. Uh, So they swing in on piñata ropes. Dusty makes it in. Ned gets stuck. uh, Lucky gets caught. But Ned's meant to get stuck, isn't he? That's part
1: of the plan, right?
2: I didn't think so. No,
0: I don't. Is it? I thought
1: so.
2: Okay. I have no idea. He doesn't look happy. happy
0: up there for yeah. a long period like of time. He looks like has got, oh, got stuck. And then I think okay. he falls. Yeah. Sure, maybe it wasn't part of the plan. No, I thought it was. I think it's a joke. Right. The, the joke is that they all end up in, they all fuck up. Let's make that the poll. Yeah. Is,
1: the poll this week is going to be, is Martin Short getting stuck in a piñata in three Amigos having <laughs> swang on a rope? <laughs> <laughs> A
0: joke or part of the plan. <laughs> have fun. Have fun with that. Because Lucky isn't supposed to get chained to a wall, but it gives Steve Martin a chance that's, to do some physical comedy. That's part of the plan. Yeah. 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 That's part of the plan. Going to make it, going to make it, going to make it. Uh, it goes on a bit. Oh, but, was, yeah, got but, over it. But we get Dusty formulating a plan, dressing in disguise, joining the henchmen. He's becoming slightly heroic here, Dusty. Mm. Um, and Ned's just stuck. Uh, soon, all the three amigos are caught, uh, and we realise that the German airman as Alex said, he loves Ned. Mm. I feel like this is a little a little dig at um, the, all the jokes about Jerry Francis. Uh, Jerry Francis, who's, <laughs> sorry, who's he's Jerry? A, Fra- he's a footballer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm close here. Jerry Lewis being famous in France. <laughs> wrong pod. Wrong pod. Jerry Francis being famous in England, which he was. Um, yeah. Anyway, it would have been better if I could have. Got that out. Uh, so there's a duel, uh, Ned versus the German, which Ned wins in quite violent fashion. And the three amigos escape with Carmen. Uh, there's a chase. They make it to a plane uh, that Ned flies very badly with the amigos on the wings and the Mexicans chasing. Cool plane stunts. Looks cool. Love, yeah, love does. actual stunt work. Mm. Brilliant stunt work. Fantastic. Really, yeah. Really, really good. good. It would have been great if they, they'd been on ropes, though, and swang beneath the plane's yeah. wings. <laughs> um so now Lucky uh, makes a big speech to the people of Santa Poco, um, Poco rather, as saying everyone has their own El Guapo. <laughs> good, good, it is good. Yeah. Uh, and they've got to defend themselves with the village skills. Uh, that skill is sewing, <laughs> and then uh, they- and digging. And digging. So they realise they can do what they did in the movie, Amigos, 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 which I really want to see. (laughs) Um, uh, And so here, we're in the home straight. El Guapo rides into the village and there's Amigos everywhere. There's a water trap that works on three of the bandits. The rest of them just run. Jefe gets shot dead. Uh, Then El Guapo gets shot too. And the villagers appear to him all dressed in the three Amigo suits that they sewed. What a trick. It's a good, I like this climax a lot. It really, it really gets me. Uh, Then he shoots Lucky in the foot and dies. Um, uh, So Dusty uh, gives the boy his watch, as was requested at the start of the film. Mm. Uh, They all kiss women. Yes. Is that a happy ending, Vicky? Yes. Good. I'll come back one day.
2: Why? Why? (laughs) (laughs) Great. <laughs> she delivers that really line
0: exceptionally well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, including Ned. Ned gets his big kiss. Uh, they take the money and then give it back because justice has been done and because they've learned something along the way. Yes. And the three of me goes right off to another adventure that would have happened if the film had been a hit. Was it not a hit? No. Oh. No, and, and Steve Martin recently has talked a couple of times about how uh, when he got that phone call from Empire, he was very surprised. He said, why do, you, "Why do you want to talk to me about Three Amigos?" And and Nick or whoever called up said, "You know, there's a cult. Of, our generation loves this film, and this is a very popular film." And so he said that was the first time, 2011, he realised that there was this big, you know, there was this adoration <clears> for <throat> this film that they'd sort of forgotten about and, and didn't and was a flop. Mm. I mean, it started. Lord Michaels went back to SNL. He he stopped sort of writing movies and. I really liked it. Uh, how do you feel about it becoming a cult classic? I know you're a fan of <laughs> cult
1: classics.
2: Well, the thing is, I always liked it, so right. it's fine. So this
1: one's okay. Yeah. So it's basically your barometer.
2: I, th- so, I thought that was clear. Nah, yeah,
1: <laughs> it, Something can be a cult classic if you like it. Yes. If it's just, if it's... if it's, You keep
2: saying the same thing, yes, right, if good. I decide. Okay, yeah.
1: I just really want to really narrow it down into
0: exactly what we're talking about here. If
2: I always liked it, it's mm. fine. If I didn't, it's not. Great. So simple,
0: it's a binary. Understood. Yeah. Um, so in terms of what's out there there's a deleted scene Uh, there was a a subplot with Fran Drescher um, head of SAG now I know Um, uh, where she is the woman who moves into their uh, mansion and she's sort of their rival at the studio Right. so that you can watch the scene online where there's sort of a great tracking shot of them going through the studio and you see all the other films being made Uh, they must have been upset to lose that but obviously John Landis wasn't in the edit and so I think he's not happy with some of the cuts that were made to this film um, you mentioned the Sam Kinison scene. Oh yeah,
1: I can do that again if you like. It uh, really flew earlier. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, this was my
0: section for deleted scenes. Got, so you. Got you, fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, if I'd done it, maybe. I sort of think sort of doing it where he would have been in the movie. <laughs> sort of.
2: It I just have, I kills you, by agreeing agree with him. Trouble on is, that. no one no one knows exactly where.
0: No one knows. <laughs> it's just after the bush <laughs> and the swords. Alex, no. Yeah. Uh, any more? No. Okay, let's do the bits and bobs. So, uh, favourite scene, Vicky.
2: I really love. My little buttercup in the cantina because, as I always bang on about, it's not my favorite scene, but just I always go, I hate musicals, and then you see something like this, and you're like, no, that's actually brilliant, so mm-hmm. fine. But the whole Monty Python bit, <laughs> my words, uh, singing bush, the chant, the killing the invisible swordsman that's my favorite bit, that whole section.
0: Great,
1: uh, I'm gonna give a special mention to the singing bush and the invisible swordsman, I think it's great, I love how weird it gets for five minutes. Uh, I also very much like. Steve Martin being bird on top of the wall. <laughs> but I think the actual, genuinely, because this is a comedy, the funniest pound for pound scene in Three Amigos is without doubt the water gag. I think it's perfect.
0: Dusty having water left.
2: That is funny. spilling
0: yeah. it round his mouth, offering yeah. the lip balm. Great. Yeah. Great yeah. stuff. Um, I found almost everything in this film funny when I was a kid. I didn't find much of it funny as an adult. But the way Patrice Martinez uh, says the word why really got me, I think that's very funny. So I'm saying that. Uh, Most valuable whatever, Alex. Thanks, Chris. Uh, it's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tropic Thunder's
1: on Thursday, by the way. Just, just out of interest. You're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I don't have all over the place there. Huge apologies, everyone. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely cut that bit. Uh, so I think all three leads are really good. Uh, but for me, it's a close call between Steve Martin and Chevy Chase. But I think I'm going with Steve Martin. I think he is the funniest thing in the movie, and he's my MVW. V. Uh, thanks, Alex. <laughs> no worries. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I like El Guapo's sweater that he gets for his birthday as an MVW. I like the fact that he forgets it when he's riding off. I think that's very funny. Uh, but I, my favourite Amiga is actually Martin Short because of the Dorothy Kish thing. It's so brilliant. I loved it. And so I, I know they've all got their character and their distinguishing features and whatnot but I think his is the most well defined I think you, he's the that one kind of thing he goes so, on yeah. the
1: biggest journey doesn't he
2: yes he's, he's got more he's like oh I was in the plane and I did he's got a lot more going on so him
0: yeah I mean I came in as I said with love for Chevy Chase and Steve Martin but my most valuable ever is going to be Martin Short as well oh. um, bit of a revelation announced him to the world and announced him to me Great. which is more important Definitely. Uh, what would you change Vicky
2: so the way that I don't like that El Guapo dies because I love him by this point so When I thought, I misremembered like I do, I thought the way you vanquish the baddie in a film that is ostensibly for babies is to put (laughs) (laughs) put
1: Al Guapo
0: Helping them learn words as well. It's it's for babies and cake sailors.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So he's set up as a photographer and I thought the way you vanquish the baddie is to put him in the movie business. The the three amigos go, well, if you go yeah. back to Hollywood, you can have our place because you clearly like directing, so why don't you go and be a big uh, shot movie director? Oh
0: yeah, and he could knock on uh Joe Mantania's door. Yes. And soon he's he's got his Running the place. Yeah. yeah. yeah I like that's it. that's the That's change. really good. Good change. Uh Alex. Um
1: it's weird that you say each amigo has sort of got their well defined character. I don't think they do, if I'm being <laughs> honest. Right. But I well, mean why are you not? Being honest on the well, show, well, because
2: like, because you've took you know Chris was talking about Dusty's becoming heroic. Because like, oh, I see that now that you've said it, but I didn't see it for mm. myself, but he is right. So I think they've got character, but Martin Short has got more. I think they're just
1: all too similar. Okay. I think it, 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 it's nice. I, and as I said, I think the movie's nice. I love the naivety. But I just think three stupid, naive heroes is not great. And I don't think one of them should be clever, but one of them should think they're cleverer than the others, like Mm. the Three Stooges. I think Every time I think of the infamous line, I always think it's Steve Martin who delivers it, not Martin Short, because Steve Martin is the de facto leader, Mm. and it works for him being the one who thinks he's smarter than the other two. Uh, Mo from the Three Stooges, basically, and the other two are really stupid. So you just need a little bit more difference between them for it to really work because it just be i just think it
0: feels quite one note at times okay uh agreed 100 percent um my change i think i think the title needs a the at the beginning of it <laughs> <Strong> <laughs> agree. Um, but no uh, it would have been huge <laughs> uh the mexicans in this film are either evil or poor or weak um, it's not good. It doesn't. It's it, it's not great. So I think you could redress the balance by having a badass Mexican help save the day. Um, maybe that Mexican has taken out villains, but it looks like the three Migos are doing it, and they think they're doing it, but this person's doing it, and they don't need the the fortune and glory. They're just happy to help save. So I just think something should be done there because it's not a great film for a Mexican. And that's your lot. Right then, are we doing a quiz this week. Um. I, got, I mean, I've got a silly one, really.
1: Okay, yeah, because, but we like silly because then it's, yes, just, it's just a bit just a, not, just, just a bit fun, and you can bit
0: just bit shout just a bit of fun, <laughs> and you can just shout out. So, um, uh, this quiz has come from me being inspired by uh, Tropic Thunder having one of the worst taglines I think I've ever seen on a poster. What was it? Any guesses what the Tropic Thunder tagline might be? Real?
2: No, is it something like that? Like something meta? No, I don't know. I
0: don't uh, know. What I'm guessing. Why did the line get lost? Because jungle is massive. (laughs) (laughs) I love that joke. (laughs) The Tropic Thunder tagline is get some. Is it? I don't even get it. No. No. And it's on every poster. (laughs) Wow. So I'm going to give you a tagline, uh, maybe a slightly shit tagline, and you can tell me if you uh, know what movie it's from. So just shout this one out. So let's start with The Bitch (gasps) Is Back. Aliens. Cruella. Nope. Nope. Uh, Alien 3. Correct. (laughs) I mouth to Vicky. He's close, but I she know. just looked at I me just looked you t- like, <laughs> completely <laughs> clueless. Swank. Um, uh. Fuck off with the
1: swank. This is because...
2: The, yeah. Do you know what? Now we do. The actual C is a shit joke. So fuck you. The C is better. Was that me or you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, the script.
2: Yeah. Do you... The actual C. Did again, I write that? Did you write again, that? Again, for
0: the pub. For the pub. Yeah, sure. Not, That's
2: why you're across. Not for the
0: listeners. Yeah. Um, uh, his story will touch you, even if he can't. <laughs> oh, ghost. Um, ghost? <laughs> Is it ghost? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, his right.
2: story will touch you, even if he can't. Um, Oh God, I've no idea.
0: Edward Scissorhands. Oh, oh of course. Could have got that. Um, don't miss the climax. Uh, when Harry Met Sally. No, that's a good
1: guess though. American
0: Pie, <laughs> no. Nope.
1: Uh, it's the third
0: part of a trilogy.
1: Uh, Police Academy Three uh, Assignment. <laughs> I can't remember what Police Academy Three is. Back in Action.
0: Yeah.
1: Die Hard Three, whatever that's
0: called. Fifty Shades Freed, I think it's, it's a called. Oh, one nice. of those. Whatever. Jesus. <laughs> Maybe the second one. <laughs> um, he's in town with a few days to kill. Oh, I hey, know. But... One blank. No. Oh, shit. I know this. He's in town with a few days to go. You do know this.
1: John, no.
0: He's an alien. Predator. Two. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Finally, last one. (laughs) Predator. Two. (laughs) Last one. His father, her mother, his mother and her father. All in one day.
2: Meet the parents.
1: No. Meet, Meet the, the fuckers. No.
0: Uh, oh, four Christmases! Yay! Well done. <laughs> Still 2-1 to me. Just a bit of fun. Just a bit of fun. Still uh, two, no, i i to I've written down 1-1, one, one, so it was a draw. Well played. <laughs>
1: Pretty sure I got two. Pretty sure I got two. <laughs> Look at him, he's keeping his
0: own little score.
1: Oh, there's been some disputes recently right. about this quiz. Right then, good. So that is us done for Three Amigos. Let's look ahead to next week. Um, Chris, you have the clue? I don't know what you're doing. Oh, <laughs>
2: you I've do. got one, but it's not its not brilliant.
1: Oh, have you got one? Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. I,
2: well, it was just, it's just game on.
1: Great, that'll do. That'll us. do? Yeah, great. Do you want to say it again? Game on. <laughs> Perfect, one more time. <laughs> <laughs> lovely stuff Uh, that is it for this episode we are back on Thursday talking Tropic Thunder and seeing which film will be victorious until then please subscribe on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your pods and follow us on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok at ClashPod until Thursday have a great week This is one of my problems with this whole movie. It's like there are no surprises in the entire runtime. Not yeah. a single one. Well even if you're a child watching it. Yeah. Fine. Well make children watch it, don't make me watch it.
0: <laughs> we do children's
1: films all the time. <laughs> Not like this. Not like this. Like I said, this is like this is like <laughs> the less I than enjoy. a year old. This is for children less than a year old. This is
0: for babies.
1: Yeah. Babies who like bright colours. Things just noises and things happening. Like noises happening. Wow. (laughs) You found it, Charlie. Charlie. (laughs) I really did do that about (laughs) Enchanted. That's amazing. Clash of the Titles is a stack
2: production and part of the Acast Creator Network.